CMT Sports back. Back. Merry Christmas edition. Hi, Tom. Merry Christmas. How are you? Hi, today? Mike. How you doing? Doing well. How are you? Hi, the sniffles. Uh oh. It's COVID. Everybody run. You getting tested? Yeah, I'm going to get tested. I'm going to get tested because I have respect. And I'm going to get tested because my girlfriend wants me to get tested before I go to her house because her parents are very cautious about it. Yeah. But I just think I have the sniffles. I think that's you probably it. do just have the sniffles. Yeah. Cold is cold is still around and well. Um it is. I'm getting tested um this week too, because my yeah. sister has COVID. Hope she feels better, buddy. Um she's good. Yeah. Just like everybody else who gets it. All right. Um it is showtime. Christmas edition. Uh I guess you're not gonna have much to talk about this week. Maybe you will. Um We'll see. We'll see. I'm yeah, gonna we'll keep see. it. I'm gonna keep you guessing. We'll keep it real. Keep it real. All right, Tom. We will be right back. Yes, sir. See, MT Sports back. Sports back. Favorite local, teams. local landscape. Landscape. I'm gonna let you have the floor this week because I took it last week and the Jets suck and you have a ten and four football team about to clinch the division, about to be a one seed in the NFC potentially. Oh my so god. Let me know so how angry. you're feeling. Give me the negativity around a ten and four team, please. You can when you're the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> you you can when you, you've been alive for twenty three years and haven't seen past the fucking division around. You can. I can be as negative as I want to be. Until I fucking see Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy hold up a fucking Lombardi trophy, I'm not gonna be satisfied. I don't care. You know? And, I respect yeah. it. Yeah. I respect I, it. Your I expectations just... are a lot different than mine. <laughs> you've seen more than I have, so I don't know why your expectations aren't high. Um that was that was a that was a stupid rhetorical question. I know I don't even have to answer. <laughs> you know why my expectations aren't on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd rather be in your position. I say like the saying the Jaguars Jaguar fans' expectations should be high because they made an AFC Championship game once in a blue moon. <laughs> I do. I forgot about that. <laughs> they got shafted too. Uh, I saw a TikTok last night when I was uh, before I couldn't sleep. And there were so many bad calls. I went, I think I liked it, so I'm gonna have to send it in the chat. There was like one drive where the rest literally just handed the Patriots 75 yards to make it interesting going into halftime because they were up 14-3 with like 50 yeah. seconds left, and they got and the Patriots got three straight penalties, pass interference on like 30 yard plays. That game was fucking rigged from the second that Miles uh, Miles Jacks. Yeah, that Miles wasn't... Jack was not down and yeah. would have had a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that that just shafted the whole game right there. But we're not and talking the fact about that they had Blake Bortles, but we're not talking that that is also true. And they probably would have got smoked by the Eagles in the Super Bowl, as much as I hate to say that, but they probably yeah. would have. Um, you know, I'm sorry to digress one more time, but I still have that tweet saved. Um it was like week fifteen of the NFL season, and I literally said Eagles, Jaguars, Super Bowl, and I was about a minute and a half away from it. What an ugly Super Bowl that would <laughs> That would have been yeah. brutal. What a ugly Foles versus Super Blake Bowl. Bortles. That would have been in the shit bowl of Super Bowls. It's up there with Rex Grossman and Peyton, well, Peyton Manning's beast. But yeah, that, that's that's terrible. All right, we're not going to talk about uh, Mac Jones' goat status, Patriots. Today we're going to talk about um, our Cowboys. We're going to talk about your Jets and maybe the Giants. I, I don't even know what to say about the Giants anymore. I, I don't know. Um, rough. 
But uh, yeah, Cowboys. Speaking of the Giants, Cowboys came off a win. They're now ten and four, four and zero in the division. Um, yeah, I know. Like you said Tom, they're a ten and four football team, but uh, for some reason, I'm just so uh, they're. F- I'm, I'm a pest. I'm a, I'm a fucking pest, bro. It's I'm okay. Just, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, I'm just. So they're four and four now in the division. They're ten and four. Yes. So they're six and four they're against also, everybody else. Which is far everyone. And here's the thing: and one and three against the NFC AFC West, right? They're one and three against AFC West, and they're eight and one combined against the NFC. So basically, all their losses meant nothing, tiebreaker wise, because that's why they're that's like the third or fourth tiebreaker. Yeah, that's why they're two C. I mean, obviously, just a record, but if you look at, I think that's why they're ahead. I mean, well, obviously, I'm saying they're, they're ahead of the Bucks right now, despite the Bucks being them week one. Because yeah. they have a better NFC record at the moment, and that's why. Of, cor- of of course, the Cowboys are a two seed when two seeds no longer get buys. <laughs> we need just one seed, Dom. That's all I can say. <laughs> no, the one. one I think the one seed will be good for the Cowboys because it'll give um, the offense more time. I think their offense is going to start clicking in the gear. I, I saw some things on so. Sunday that like you, they're almost there. They're still a little rusty, but uh, yeah, I was going to say that. Like I said every week, if I have my three points, I would start with the offense generally. Still confusing to an extent. I mean, they looked a little better this past weekend. Um, I think the first half they looked they looked pretty decent. Um, Dak had a decent game. He didn't have that bad of a game. He just he just still doesn't look comfortable. I, I don't I don't I don't know what's going on. He just doesn't that one seed and sit him the last week of the week of the year. As I'm saying, like <laughs> then I, he I, got two weeks to rest. I hope so, but I mean, I think I think week 18 though they're gonna have to play in order to try to compete for the one seed though that's what i'm worried about but they also have the schmeagles so i'm not really worried about it because uh fuck the, eagles. fuck the eagles and um, rush won a game so it's okay exactly so um yeah offense Dak just needs to look more comfortable and like as always everyone just wants to blame Dak for everything but just this offense got to help him out i mean cd lamb big drops on sunday like like a multiple i think like three or two or three big drops on sunday um Mari Cooper looks like he's still on a rep count, basically. Uh, Zeke's still basically hurt. We didn't have Tony Pollard. Um, I mean, the offensive line looked a little a little better. Uh, there was a lot more rushing yards than we have seen in the last five weeks with the Cowboys. So, um, they're, they, I think they were just trying to establish that run game more. Uh, but they, when it came to, to closing games out, at least my second point, it's just this defense, man. Um, if there was a coach of the year award, that didn't go to head coaches. I think Dan Quinn would get it 110%. Isn't it? So um, I saw, I, and you might've liked the tweet, but I saw, um, it was funny because I saw like Kellen Moore, right. The offense has kind of sucked the last six weeks. It's still like always like in the odds with these coaching vacancies to be yeah. interviewed, but everybody is just kind of writing off Dan Quinn Why? because of, <laughs> I mean, yeah, obviously we talk about all the time. Like some coaches are better ex coordinators than they are head coaches. And it's, it's proven. It's true. They went to a Super Bowl though. You don't just exactly. go to Super Bowls. Exactly. You don't just go to like players, coaches, coach players play at some point. Yeah. Like it, it became a tendency in Atlanta to blow games, but it wasn't because Dan Quinn, it was because yeah. the players, it was because that, I guess there's just like a thing over it. Dan Quinn's left. They still can't close games, Atlanta and yeah. they still get blown. They're not even in games now. They, either, yeah. they get blown out of, they win. Or they win. It's one or yeah. the other. So that's yeah. offensive coaches. It's always like that, but yeah, they're annoying, but yeah, no, I totally agree. I think if Dan Quinn, Dan Quinn should be on that list to, Fire another head coaching spot because he is just doing. I think he's going to get interviewed. I think he's going to get interviewed. As he should. As he should. I mean, he's got this defense that was historically bad last year to be number one in turnovers, number one in point differential from turnovers. Um, This defense is just. 
falling out right now. It's a very and, opportunistic defense. For yes, me. yes. They do let up plays here and there, but they, you know, they bend, but they don't break. I mean, that's what I love about them. Got a lot of ballers. They're just going to keep getting healthy over time. Let's yep. keep it rolling. Uh, and you know what's be- the beautiful thing about the, the Cowboys defense is they have the their strength. Really, I know Trayvon Diggs in the secondary is good, but their strength's up front. And that's how you win the playoffs. Like when you face an Aaron Rodgers, like the way you beat him is get after him, you know, get him, keep him in the pocket and get after him. And that's what the Cowboys can do. So it's just like those little things, like same thing with Kyler Murray, kind of contain him, keep him in and make it muddy in the pocket for him. And that's what the Cowboys strength is, man. It's their defense. So, I mean, their defensive line. And that's like, I think why a lot of people, yeah, their offense is struggling, but a lot of people are discounting that defense and, and the strengths, their strengths translate to playoff football especially in cold tundras like Lambeau Field or against a high-powered passing offense like the Cardinals, that's when your defensive line can pin their ears back and go. Yeah. It's not talked about enough. Yeah. Hot. Hot. Leads to my last point, man. They clinched the division on Sunday. I think they clinched a playoff, a playoff spot last night. Anyway, I'm pretty sure. Like, I don't think there's a Yeah, I think I saw an X playoff. by their name this morning when I was yeah, just scrolling I, around. With the, Eagles, with the Eagles win last night, um, just for the conference-wise, I think the Cowboys quit the playoff spot no matter what last night, which is great. I want the division title. I want to keep Ryan for that number one seed. It is definitely possible. You play um, the Cardinals too, right? We play the Cardinals in two weeks. Yes, we have Washington, Cardinals, Eagles end up the rest of the year. Um, you need and, the Packers to slip up on one of those division matchups they have. You need like yeah. the Vikings to beat them or something. Possible. They've done it already. It's possible. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean – if the number one seed, you'll get number one seed. Number two seed is just as great. I would love to run it into the Eagles or Washington in the playoffs. That would be fantastic. I would have some insurance because um, yeah. it's definitely possible. I mean, I think the Eagles could definitely make the playoffs. I mean, you got the easiest schedule going forward. That um, last spot in the NFC is just such a toss-up because the Vikings are in it now. Because the Vikings, even though they have some bad losses, they they seem to beat the teams they needed to to yeah. get to that spot. And um, – they just they face the Packers and then they face the Bears and they play another like they have a division yeah. heavy. Vikings are there, Saints are there somehow. Even you think the Eagles have the cake of the schedule, but it's the Saints. And the only reason why you think the Eagles have the cake is because the last week they play the Cowboys and you're a Cowboys fan, so you're naturally pessimistic. But to a neutral fan, that's a loss. So that means they only get two more wins, which means that most are going to be at nine wins. So they can't lose these next two games, which are losable. You know, they're not like playing scrub. I mean, they're playing naturally almost kind of scrub teams, but they play Washington then, and the Giants and then they play the Cowboys. Yeah, but they even sit everybody on week, week 18. Well, that's true. Unless they're fighting for a one seed, which then that's definitely a loss as in the saints play the dolphins who almost lost to the jets really. And their offense is bad. And the saints just shut out one of the best offenses in the league. And then I think they play, the Falcons and the Panthers. So they really actually have the the easiest. So I think the Saints with their defense at least will they're not playing any offense. We'll see. That's good then. We'll see. We'll My see. prediction is the Saints or um the Vikings get that last spot. I think the NFC East is only going to have one playoff team. Well, every bad. team in the we'll NFC East loses a game at some point that they need to win. That's why they're the joke is the NFC least, you know. That's why the Cowboys will probably lose this weekend. Um <laughs> Yeah, but they yeah, play we, again. They play Washington on Sunday Night Football. Oh yeah, you're the one that's saying they should flex. Yeah, they'll flex America's team. 
Okay. Biggest market yeah. in the NFL. They're gonna. I know, but it's gonna be such an ugly game. <laughs> they could play Appalachian State. They'd still keep it on. Whatever. Well, <laughs> here's what it is. Last point of this whole thing. Clutch division this weekend. Keep riding high. Uh, Cardinals have got some issues right now. Bucks are having some issues right now. Packers not really, but you can't really ask for much to catch up to the Packers. But when it comes to the Bucks, the Cardinals. Um, and even the Rams, really. The Rams are just, they really don't fucking impress me at all. I'm sorry. They just don't. I wouldn't mind running them in the playoffs either. I know I might regret yeah. that in the future, but I really don't mind if the Cowboys ran them in the playoffs. But when it comes to this number one seed, the race is still there. But if they get the two seed, I won't be upset either, obviously. Um, so uh, the, only, yeah. the only thing that would scare me about the Rams is they're probably the best. They have the best coach. Yeah, that's true. That's the only thing. Like, like my, Tom McVay's already cracked the code. Different. He already Green. cracked the code against the Cowboys two years ago, three years ago. So yeah. he already cracked the code against the Cowboys with Jared, Jared Goff. Goff. With Jared Goff, yeah. It's, yeah. But that was also running with a fucking balloon at running back, and the Cowboys defense could not stop a soul. Um, I don't know. Who, who even was that running back? He Todd was, Gurley. No, it wasn't Todd Gurley. Well, Todd Gurley got a touchdown in that game. but Oh, it was, was uh, Zach Cunningham, I think. <laughs> he was like 400 pounds running all over the defense, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it was Zach Cunningham. Yeah. Well, if it was or it wasn't, defense could stop it. But I think this defense is a lot different, so we'll see. Um, yeah, that's my points. Tom, do you have any questions? <laughs> could you have any questions or concerns? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, I think the Cowboys are one of the best teams in the NFC, and uh, they should win a playoff game at, at least. Um, so. But like you said, it's the Cowboys, and I do agree with you on that. They tend to do things that are like, like losing to the Raiders. Like, you just what? saw – we just saw Spider-Man, Tom. What was the biggest quote of that movie? Zendaya, if you expect disappointment, you'll never be disappointed. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, yeah. Even yeah. though I'm always disappointed regardless. But um, <laughs> Me, I've actually I've actually taken that quote personally with the Jets because I don't care if they win or lose anymore. Yeah, um, and I used to miss they are, for it. They are approaching <laughs> with the Lions' big win on Sunday somehow, some way. They are approaching the um, number one. Pick. They are they are sneaking their way to the number one pick, and they also have the number eight pick because the Seahawks suck. Yeah, so it's very good. Um, I, I mean, as for the game against Miami, uh, I don't really know. I don't I don't know if I have great feelings. start. I get to this point in the season where I'm numb to everything, and I don't know whether it's good or bad, or winning's good or bad, or losing. Like it just gets to the point where I'm just like, it is what it is. It is. Uh, the is. first half, Zach Wilson looked like a great rookie quarterback escaping moving around, making great throws. Jets defense got, inter- you know, the Jets scored a touchdown and they got an interception on the, on the first play of the Dolphins drive. It's yep. something that I haven't seen all season. And uh, I guess, I guess the only way to look at Jet games now is, is to pluck out the positives and just hope for better draft picks. And the future. Uh, yep, the future. I, I, I'm, I'm, was, I'm less excited about the game last week to talk about it rather than the game this week because the toilet bowl, right? So this is now, I think, Three straight years the Jets have evolved themselves in the toilet bowl, as in playing a team that they're fighting like for a high draft pick and two shitty teams. Um, and uh, this year it's the Jaguars coming into town. And I get to see Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson, the number one and number two picks in the draft, face each other. Entertainment. It's going to be brutal, I think. I My feelings is that the Jets' defense has been very – 
good game, bad game, good game, bad game. Well, really decent game, bad game, decent game, bad game. They just had a decent game, had a pick six, had two turnovers, kind of held Miami to to not be as explosive as some of the other teams. Like they didn't allow Tua to look like Gardner Minshew did, completing almost ninety percent of his passes and almost three hundred yards. Correct. But so I could see Trevor Lawrence coming in and the weapons they have, like Marvin Jones, Tavon Austin, LaVishka Chenault Jr., James Robinson, because the Jets can't stop the run. I could totally see James Robinson running all over us on Sunday. But the Jaguars' defense also really sucks and lets, like, Davis Mills dominate them. So I could totally see Mike LaFleur and his, like, um, like his creative play calling. He made some crazy play calls on Sunday that worked, which were so cool. Um, I could totally see the Jets dominating the run game too with Michael Carter and Zach Wilson play action game and moving him out of the pocket. So I don't know. I could low key see this game being one of those high scoring shit bowl games where everyone's like, wow, that game's actually kind of interesting. It's like 34, 31 Trevor Lawrence has the ball to tie the game. Or I could totally see it being the 13, six absolute shit fest. That is both these rookie quarterbacks have bad games these defensive coaches kind of figure out their defense against a rookie quarterback for one week and it's all fucking hell and shit, but I'll be there rain or shine. And uh, yeah, I don't really have much to say other than I hope we get Aiden Hutchinson because the idea of having Quinn and Williams, Shaq Lawson, Carl Lawson, Sheldon Rankins and Aiden Hutchinson reminds me of when Salah's defense got Bosa before the 2019 season. And then that defense was one of the best in the leagues and went to the Super Bowl. That's what that reminds me of. Now, I'm not saying the Jets are going to go to the Super Bowl. I know you hate my comparisons, which I'm going to bring up next. I'm just saying that's like a player Salah's defense needs because they don't care about the secondary and players they have. They play zone. They need to get after the quarterback. So that's my dream. That would be but a very good, healthy defensive front. Before we give our predictions for this week's games and our teams, Mikey D, I got to have a uh, call you out on something. What are you going to call me out for? I don't have to call comments. you out on something. I just have to criticize or have to understand – where you're coming from. Um, Anybody who talks to you knows, Tom. Because I'm Anybody who talks to you knows, of comparing Tom. everything to yes. the Jets. Not even just that, the Jets, to every team that you like. Yes, but here's the thing. The I want to defend myself. Yes, because usually, Because usually in chats and texts, I don't have a chance to defend myself because you always throw out these one-liners that are funny. I'll give you credit. They're funny. You throw the one-liners where I feel like if I answer in like a defensive way, you're just going to attack me. But here, since we're talking face-to-face, it's easier to. I was going to say this last night on the on the mic when we were playing PlayStation, but we gave up a goal in NHL, and Kyle was like, all right. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> but what I was going to say is... Rough night. Rough is night. I, I'm like, I'm giving an analogy to to my understanding of it i'm not doing it to be right or wrong if that makes sense mm-hmm. like i'm not comparing it to get you guys to agree with me that it's like the jets i'm just giving an analogy to like what i've been through mm-hmm. like when when i see when i did the mike lennon that's that was a bad one but like things like when you'll send you'll send like the jaguars against the patriots getting shafted in the ace champs game i'll be like bro that's like when kyle wilson got a pass interference on antonio brown and the jets ace champs game i'm not trying to compare the like the situations like to get you guys to be like oh yeah i remember that like that's really sucked no i'm saying like bro i like i've been there like i'm just giving situations where i've been and they're not stretches because they're they happen. It's just that I guess I do it too much, which is why you guys get annoyed that I do it so it's much. Just me. But but I just <laughs> I just find it better to do that than be like think about some game between the Saints and the Rams where I make a comparison. That's that, that, that has nothing to, that 
does nothing for me. Do you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. like to go back. My teams haven't won anything, so it's misery, misery loves company. So I like to remind myself about a situation that makes me miserable, and then I share it with my friends. <laughs> Respectable. Respectable. Yeah, that's that's what I do. I don't do it to be right or wrong or get you guys to agree with me and be like, oh, but. Yeah, I know. I totally get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. I just like. Hey, you compare a lot of situations to the Cowboys, too. It's okay. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. Like what? I don't know. If something bad happens, you'll be like, yep, these refs hate the Cowboys. Always have been. I remember this. That's not comparing. That. That's literally. Yeah, it is. Refs it's, hate the it, Cowboys. It's an, it's an analogy. It's an analogy. No, it's not. It's literally. You, it, the root of this is an analogy. If you're, you're telling you're me comparing, that. I, you're no. comparing something to a likeness. It's an analogy. All right. <laughs> and, I, and 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 Kyle said it perfect. I usually only do it with bad things. It would be really annoying if I did it with good things because nothing good is ever happened. But you, you can do it with good things. You saw two AFC championships. Oh, but but no. Okay, I, I do agree. I do agree with you on that. I do make the analogy with Mac Jones a lot, where I said I saw I've seen my rookie quarterback go to an yes. AFC championship game. Yes, I do make that. And you could make the argument that that's a little annoying because. It's a completely different situation because Mac Jones has better stats and everything than Mark Sanchez. But that's just me saying, like, Debatable. I've seen it. Like, I've seen it, which is just a fair point because I'm not not stretching the imagination. I've actually no, seen no, no. it. No, no, you're good. So. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. You don't need to defend yourself, Tom. It's just our relationship. It's me being annoying. It's me being a dick. It's, there's, there's no, 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 no. I just no wanted reason. you to understand my side of the story because I wanted to make sure you didn't think I was doing it to be right or wrong. I know, that. I know. 95%. You are doing right or wrong, but it's fine. No, it's fine. no, no. I'm, I'm <laughs> not, I don't care. I'm making an analogy. Nobody says this pie tastes like apple. Oh, well, no. This Excuse pie me. is good. <laughs> Nobody Excuse says me. this. I don't this, I don't even have to know to make an analogy. Nobody says this This Gatorade tastes like, uh, I don't know, something of an analogy. And then I'm trying to be right. I'm just comparing the two. I'm not trying to be right. It's just a comparison in my mind. You know? uh, man. Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I, do. I do. I just want to say something quick about the, the Giants real quick because we have to local landscape. I, correct. But Mike Lennon is under the helm. I mean, how much more can you expect from them? Um, Wait, I'm sorry. Can I cut you off because it's breaking news? Yeah, sure. Jets head coach Robert Sala is tested positive for COVID-19. Jets tight end coach Ron Middleton will serve as acting head coach if Salah doesn't clear port- protocols before Sunday's game. Remember that pick I was telling you about before? I might be changing it. Yeah, I was, I was just <laughs> going to ask you. You think it was going to change our ZMT bets later? I don't know. Salah doesn't call defensive plays or offensive plays, so will anything really change? You, you need his momentum, though. Like he's I know. He is a fired. very passionate head coach. He is so passionate. Which I love. All right, but yeah. continue. What are we going to bring about the shitty Giants? Um, yeah, I think it's about to be Russell Wilson time. I think that's going to – I think mm, that's – Kyle's talking you into it. I mean, it, I guess it makes – I don't – actually, I don't think it makes sense. It's not my team. I really don't give a fuck. Um, I don't think it makes sense because, I mean, yeah, Russell Wilson is only 33. You might get you might get another eight to ten years out of him. But I, I don't think he's in his prime anymore. I hate to say it. I don't think that he's he's playing his best football. Nothing in Seattle changed. Nothing in, nothing in Seattle changed. He just doesn't look good. And I know obviously he was injured all year, but it's his it's his thumb. I mean, like I I, I think I don't think anything changes. It's Seattle. gonna be t- it's gonna be tough. I think it all depends on who they hire as a GM. And if they fire Judge, I don't think you can bring in Russell Wilson with Joe Judge and a new GM. Yeah. Because now you have a quarterback that comes from a different regime. 
like he you're trading for a veteran you're trading assets so like the gm's gonna be like bro like what and then you're good yo what up jeff <laughs> he said hi yo <laughs> Stop. and then uh huh yeah you should sorry <laughs> all right go ahead <laughs> and then um i don't know it'd be weird to me if they kept joe judge got a new gm because Gettleman's gonna retire and then trade for a veteran quarterback that just would spell disaster for me to be honest i just think and i don't know and i think another thing too is like are the yeah. giants that uh, russell wilson away from being good no. like i mean kyle, no. kyle was fair kyle said like they'll just get me competitive which i want which is like seven eight nine wins but, will but i mean is that like i don't know willie like but <laughs> that offensive line sucks they need like trade the first round pick for like a left tackle or something that's a veteran like don't trade it for uh, russell I wilson know. i don't know i mean i don't know if it's the bias in me i just don't think getting russell wilson will it could be my bias anything. too I just say I don't think it really would change. Obviously, Russell Wilson. I'm not gonna say this. I know it's gonna sound ridiculous. I'm not comparing Russell Wilson and Daniel Jones play level equal. I am not. Oh yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I, I but, wouldn't have assumed that. <laughs> but at the same time, Daniel Jones is playing his best football this year, and now he's got his neck neck injury. Yes, it's very serious. And if they got Russell Wilson to be a precaution, probably for the whole Daniel Jones situation, especially if he can't play football anymore or if he doesn't look the same after he recovers. But at the same time. Like Daniel Jones playing his best football, and his team still can't win a football game. You think having Russell Wilson at quarterback really will change all of that? Yeah, like and I, I, I don't, I don't know. And don't here's know. the thing too: that's a conversation where if you you need to fire if that's the the, the direction Mara wants to go, you need to fire somebody. Judge. <laughs> That's you it, need to yeah. fire a judge because you need to go into your head coaching. Well, your GM vacancy will come first. You'll interview for that first. You'll say, this is my vision. I really want us to attack after Russell Wilson. What do you think? Then the GM, he'll probably choose a GM that agrees, right? Like, yeah, yeah I think we can make it work. Then the GM will and, the, and Mara will interview a head coach that says, hey, we're not going to go young here. We think we have a base here that a 33-year-old Russell Wilson come in and succeed. Are like, do you agree with that, or what do you think? They can't have Joe Judge in here, right? Fire the GM. Joe Judge be on board with getting Russell Wilson or not, and then a GM coming in being on board or not, and then that creates internal yeah. struggle. Then you're gonna trade for Russell Wilson. If Joe Judge actually sucks, then you have a shitty coach with Russell Wilson. You have Pete Carroll with Russell Wilson would probably a better roster, and they're five and three and eight. <laughs> so yeah. what is that like? What is that gonna do? Yeah, the Giants' defense is really good, probably better than Seattle. So their offense is the reason why they're not winning games, but I don't know. These receivers can't stay healthy. The offensive line sucks. Like you said, I think it goes deeper than the quarterback position. Yeah, so why trade does. for Russell Wilson? You know, there's a lot of things wrong with that team, except for the quarterback position, especially like I said before, I think, I think Daniel Jones, when he was healthy, he was playing his best football. He's played in the last three years. Yeah. Um, and obviously it, it did not change anything. So I think there's just another issue with that, with that organization. You know what I could see? And I'm not even trying to be funny with this. I, I, I'm really not. I really could see a – depending on how Minnesota finishes this year, they might just blow it all up because they're tired of being mediocre. I could see it like a Kirk Cousins would be a better fit than Russell Wilson. Because then with, with the Kirk division. Cousins, you can kind of focus more – on the run, it'll be cheaper. It won't cost you as much draft capital because I think the Vikings would just release them. So you just have to sign them. It'll only cost money. Yeah. It wouldn't cost draft capital. Then you could use those high picks to trade back or trade for another player that makes the team better. And then that's the way to go. Or an Andy Dalton and draft a rookie quarterback later. You know, something like that. I could see the Giants, like fitting more of the Giants. 
because I don't think this team is just a quarterback away. So you kind of need a rebuild, but I'm sure George will disagree with everything we're saying here. Um, I don't know how George feels. I kind of <laughs> want to hear it. I'm, I can't wait to I know. hear it. I can't wait. Kyle was it. honest and said it would just get them to be mediocre. I'm sure some giant fans would yeah, but, think if they got but, Russell Wilson, they'd that be a Super Bowl you, contender. But is that what you want, though? Like you just want to go from fucking horrible just to mediocre, and then by the time that you can obviously kind of be great, Russell Wilson's tenure is going to be done. Like it just makes no fucking sense. I will say this. I will say this. The Maras no do. The Maras do not like how the comparisons are starting to roll in between the Jets and the Giants. They do not like that because the Maras think the Jets are shit on their shoe. And that's just a known fact. That's why Rex Ryan was so bolsterous. And the Johnson and Maras do not like each other. They don't. It's just a known thing. You can read about it. They don't like it. The Giants want the Jets to be the little brother. And that's why the Jets are always trying to dominate media headlines. That's why Chris Woody Johnson hires, you know, guys that like our fans want that the media wants like a Rex Ryan bolsterous kiss my rings Bill Belichick we're going to beat you the like the, the Giants they want the back page the, the Maras don't like how they're starting to get compared as one as New York football so I could see if the well, Jets have a good offseason the Giants go we need Russell Wilson because we cannot let the Jets project into having a better run and we stay shit so I could see that like I could totally see the Maras getting Russell Wilson just to become mediocre so that the Jets don't like if the Jets because a Jets eight and nine with a Jets eight nine win team next year with one of the youngest rosters in the NFL and a second year quarterback would be a lot better than a seven eight nine win giant team with Russell Wilson and a bunch of thirty year old defensive players yeah and that's just a fact you know what I mean so I don't know it's it's going to be an interesting offseason in New York man I think we actually would probably be able to continue our process football wise through the off season based on based on what's going on in this city but and the cowboys yeah. potential you know run but yeah 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 yeah, um, yeah, yeah do you want to yeah, give yeah. uh do you want to give picks for these uh for these games this week i sure do we, my we, mind's we. all fucked up with this robert solid getting covid19 shit because i had a total different prediction in my head and now i don't know if i'm going to change it or stick to my guns so why don't you go first <laughs> you want to start with the jet the jets and let's start with the, the shit bowl the toilet bowl i'm it should be on prime time let's fuck stuff Cowboys the shit bowl. um i'm gonna take the jets here i don't care yeah, if Robert yeah. first time uh, his favorites in 36 games i'm gonna take the jets in this game uh known to the fact that the jags are obviously having head coaching problems and they can't figure anything else over there over there either but the Jets have more an established room. They're working to get better next year. And I think they're just the better team right now. And I think Zach Wilson needs to prove that he is the better pick. So I think I'm going to take the Jets here to win a fun game. I think I'm, I'm going to predict it as going to be an entertaining, fun game, shit ball, entertaining ball. Give me the Jets to win 35 to 28. Oh, they covered the two and a half. You know they what? Cover. You got me excited because I think <laughs> here's my here's the bit when you just That's said my the job, Jaguars baby. are shit. That's here's my, my here's my basis of picking the Jets for this, even if Salah has COVID nineteen and doesn't test out of it. Um Jets team's hundred percent vaccinated, so he could test out of it. Yeah. Um here's my thought. The Jets beat the Texans on the road pretty handily with our rookie quarterback only thrown for like 150 yards. The Jaguars just lost to the Texans pretty decisively yeah um at home so just the nfl parody of it all i think a jaguars win here would make sense because the nfl is a parody yeah. it would make sense that the jaguars beat the jets because it goes full circle but no but i 
th- but I think the Jets are going to win this game. Yeah, I think do. as the first time as favorites, I think the number only goes up. I think it might hit three or three and a half, which will probably entice people to take the Jaguars. But I'm going to go with the Jets here. I think a fun one too. I'll go the cover by a half a point. I'm going to go with a Eddie Pinheiro game-winning field goal in the windy MetLife, windy rainy MetLife 27-24. Love that. I love that. Cowboys football team. I'll get my prediction right away. Go ahead. Uh, Sunday night football at home. Route. Route. Give me the Cowboys. Uh, 41-17. The offense gets back on track. God. I think the Eagles put some negative tape on that Washington defense last night. The tight end, man. Dalton Schultz, big game, I'm telling you. I think Schultz will have a big game. And I think if they are smart, Calvin Moore, hear me out, buddy. The outside run killed Washington all game last night. Tony Pollard, baby. Tony Pollard will be back. You can even work it with Zeke if you want to. Abuse the outside run. Stop running up the middle. If that is the case, I'm going to pick the Cowboys to win this game too. But I'm a pest, like I said. So I think this game will be a tad closer than what you are saying. I think the Cowboys will have a very good first half again. Maybe another, maybe a good third quarter offensively. Defense will hold their own, but there will some for some reason they'll keep watching around because that's what they do. I think the Cowboys win this game. I'm going to say 27-20. I think they keep it close for some reason. I hate to say it, but the Cowboys will win this game, but they'll win it because it's very closely because that's what the Cowboys do. They can never just win it easily. So that is my prediction for the Cowboys. Okay. I think I think the Cowboys. It was going towards a route in Washington, but then it was just like the offense stopped clicking. And then yeah. the, but I don't think that will happen this time. Uh, Giants play the Eagles. Uh, I think ten is too much the way the Eagles played yesterday. Uh, I'm gonna go Giants cover ten because their defense is good and they're really good against the run. And I think the Eagles get upset. I'm gonna take the Giants. Really? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna take the Giants even with Jake Fromm, who looks uh, very good. It looked pretty damn good, not gonna lie. I'm gonna take yeah, I'm gonna take the Giants like 17-14. I think the Eagles beat themselves. Interesting. Bold, which means the Giants probably get blown out. I was gonna say, uh <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take the Eagles to win this game just for the note fact that I don't think the Eagles get swept by the Giants this year. I don't I think these teams always split no matter how good or bad these teams are every year. I think it's just how this division works. Um that's why I, I forgot made, about that's, that little that's, nugget. As I say, that's what makes me worried about Sunday because I just think like, the Cowboys sweeping this whole division is just unheard of. Um, but uh, yeah, but I think it's going to be a shitty game too. I don't think the Eagles run away with this game by by any means. Uh, I think the I think weather's going to be shitty too. That too. Sunday, it, it's, and it's, throws... Is it at is it at MetLife? It's in Philly. Oh, it's that's in why Philly. I was okay. like, um, yeah. Well, they they do they do play good. But at the same time, the last two games of the Giants were in Philly. They actually made it competitive, and they should have won those both of those games, actually. Yeah, if it Evan wasn't Ingram, maybe Evan dropping. Drop. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then a comeback that the Zach Ertz touchdown in overtime. There, that was both in both in Philly. Um, but yeah, I think it could be one of those games again where the Giants let themselves down. Um, and I think I, I like your score, honestly. I think the I think the Eagles win seventeen fourteen. Nice. All right, cool. So we give our picks here, and now we're going to go to ZMT Bets and give our the hottest segment of the nation. Picks. Yeah. The hottest segment of the nation. Yes, sir. All right, Tom. Be right back. We will be back. Yeah. 
ZMT bets back week number 16 in the NFL, maybe 15. I don't know. Mikey T, give me your picks against this spread and your prop pick for the week. Go. Here we go. First, I'm trying with, I'm going with the hottest team in the NFL right now. I love this team. Give me the Colts plus one against the Cardinals. Yes, I'm going to Arizona. The Cardinals are working for the number one seed, but they just lost to the Lions. Give me the Colts are on a hot road right now, and they're going to work their way up the ladder in the AFC. Give me the Colts plus one against the Cardinals. Second, I am traveling to Carolina. The Bucks literally just have nobody. Mike Evans got hurt. Chris Godwin's out for the year. Gronkowski just looks like shit. Tom Brady looks like shit. They got exposed. I think the team is going to prove itself. I think the Buccaneers win this game, but 10.5 points is a lot against the division rival. Give me the Panthers plus 10.5 against the Buccaneers. And lastly, Monday Night Football, I'm traveling to New Orleans. This team that just upset and shut out one of the best offenses in the league, the Saints. But I think the Dolphins have a lot to play for here. The NFC uh, number seven is just up for grabs, but the Dolphins really need to make a stride to get this playoff spot. Give me the Dolphins plus three against the Saints. Running it back. I have Colts plus one against the Cardinals. The Panthers plus nine and a half against the Buccaneers. And the Dolphins plus three against the Saints in my prop for the week. Give me two a truck a bitch over, not turn a bit, turn the ball over to score any time against the state defense. Go ahead, Tom. I love it. As for me, three in one week again, we're getting hot on this pod. And my first pick, I'm heading to the Meadowlands. Yes, the Chats and the Jags. I'm an idiot for picking this game, but why not? The toilet bowl, the shit bowl, number one versus number two picks in the NFL draft. Give me the Jets. Only picked them three times in this pod, and they've got me wrong two of the three times. So give me them laying two and a half against the Jaguars at home. My second pick, I'm heading to Minnesota. U.S. Bank Stadium, beautiful stadium, as Mike D will tell you. And there give me the Rams, though. I know Mike D don't like them, but I like them. Give me the Rams laying three on the road against the Vikings. No. No. My last pick. Oh, you're going to love this. You're going to ream me for it because I was right last week, and I think this team is going to show their colors with a rookie quarterback and start losing a couple games to teams that can compete with them and give me the Bills in a redemption game from the windy shit like game they should have won. Getting two and a half on the road against the women. Give me the Bills. Running it back. I'm taking the Jets laying two and a half at home against the Jacks. The Rams laying three on the road against the Vikings. And the Bills laying two and a half on the road against the women. And my prop bet for the week, Dawson Knox, baby. Our tight end. We win bets on him all the time. Lock it in. All the time. Woo! I love it. I actually, Tom, you know, I actually really like that Bills pick because... Everybody's like shitting on them, like kind of like they shit on the Vikings. Like, but you need to year, stop but... shitting on the Patriots because they were a Jonathan Taylor breakout miracle run away from almost coming back away in that football game. Yeah, but they um, had no business being in the game. Yeah, well, that's that's what this team does. It's what Bill Belichick does. He cooks up miracles. But Tom, <laughs> we are on a run. I think we are. I've been ten and three the last three weeks. You have been around. The, I think you were also ten and three the last three weeks. Um, we are just rolling. I am only three games out of 500. I am not going to catch you because you're like fucking 85 games over 500. But <laughs> if I end up with a winning record just by how bad I started, I'll be satisfied. Uh, but we are a total of 60, story. Yeah, 66, 55, and one. We are plus money. We are the picks you should be listening to. So hop on the wagon while you can because we only got a few more weeks left of this. So, yes, sir. Hold Tom. on. I got to answer this phone call. I'm sorry to be rude. Oh, I no, answer, good. answer it. Hello? Oh, hello. Hey, uh, we got your stuff in. I'm putting it aside. There is no rush to get back. Whenever you make it here, we're here until uh, 6 or 6.30 tonight. So no rush to come in. I will put it aside and hold it for you. Perfect. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. See you later. Bye. Did you just the clams. Deal?
You made a drug deal on the podcast? <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> you, you got some clams, yo? Yeah, seafood, baby. I love clams. I yeah, do. Yeah, for Christmas Eve, seven fishes, baby. I love it. As Tom is going to go pick up those clams, <laughs> you know how it goes, Tom. Follow us on sports underscore ZMT on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And your sister's ass. Speaking of your sister's ass, we wish everybody a very, very Christmas and happy holidays coming up because I think the next time we do and this. And there is we'll... football on this week and win us yes, money, Yes, there right? is. Yes, there is. And I think next Wednesday, New Year's is on a Saturday, right? It's next two weeks. New Year's Saturday. Eve is a Friday. Just... All right. So, yeah, so we will get a podcast in before the New Year's. And I think we should trickle in not only our NFL picks and analysis, but we should also trickle in a little bit of the college football playoffs. We should. I'm down. We should, yeah, we should that be interesting. That. Yeah, that should be fun. Um, but yeah, Tom, that is it. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Same to yours. We've got a few more weeks left of this, man. So uh, let's let's engulf. Let's, let's get after it. Yes, sir. Golf. All right, but I will talk to you later. Later.